Have you ever asked God for wisdom and He actually gave it to you? Have you asked for clarity on a particular topic and it became more clear than ever before? Well, that happened to me last Wednesday night, and I decided it was something so clearly from the Lord that I wanted to share it with you here. Because it has to do with this podcast, with my perception of my own work, and with how He continues to pursue me. I believe when we share our stories, when we are transparent and real, we enable God's glory to shine through us as we become agents of hope and grace to those in this world. As you listen today, sister, my prayer is that this show would be a catalyst of grace in your life, that you'd be pointed back to He who draws straight on crooked lines. I'm your host, Haley Williams, and this is Kindled, a podcast where women share stories of motherhood, work, and the grace we need for both. So this crazy thing happened where I had this thought that quickly got completely shut down by the Holy Spirit. The thought was, why am I doing Kindled? Why am I running this podcast when it doesn't directly affect my business or my pursuits? Like what I'm building, this course that I'm developing, Launch What You Love in 60 Days. It's for women who want to build a business, okay? Right? That's what I'm doing. That's what my focus and a lot of my time has been being put into. And yet I've got this podcast called Kindled that is for this broader topic of discussing work and grace and motherhood and things that affect a lot of women, a lot more more women than just those who are building a business like me and just those who might be in my target audience for that course. And it's really easy for me to to take this first step down that path and go, well, I don't know if this is really serving a purpose for me or for my business. Is it a good use of my time? I had I was on my way home from a Bible study last night and we had prayed for the spirit to open our hearts and minds, to open our minds to God's truth, to open our minds to understand things of above and to have wisdom and to have discernment and and just to really understand like what God wants to give us, wants us to be able to have on this life before we get to heaven. And so then on the way home, I was having this thought like, God, should I really be doing this podcast? Why am I doing it? Why am I doing it again? Remind me why, remind me why. And is this a good use of my time? Is it really building my business? It doesn't really feel like it aligns perfectly. And yet I know that I'm not going to turn it into just a straight business podcast. So then like, what do I do with that? You want to know what, what the Holy Spirit told me when that came across my mind and I really started to entertain that thought? This is what he said to me. This is not your platform. This is not your message. This is not your kingdom. This is not your show. This is not your idea. This is not your truth. This is not your agenda. This is not about you. It's not all about you. In fact, luckily, it's all about me. And this is my show. These are my people. This is my audience. Those are my ears. Those are my children. Those are my creations. This has been my idea and part of my plan since the beginning, and you're welcome to be a part of it, but it's not all going to serve your particular end, and that's okay. That's actually how it's supposed to be. 
I did that for a reason, because I knew that you would be tempted to believe that this again was all about you and that it was for your ends and your purposes and that it was your idea and you were going to use it to prop yourself up and feel good about what you had created and justified by your works and made righteous by what you pursued and what you put your heart into and how you showed up in the world. Just like everybody's telling you, this is what makes you successful. This is what makes life valuable is show up in the world and show up big. And guys, that's great. I agree that you should show up big. But the lie is that that is what makes you okay, or that that is what gives you happiness. And that is when you have finally achieved or like made it. You That's when you made it is when you're just showing up big and you're living into your passions and you're, you're like living the fullest version of you. You know what? I like, I'm all about that, but that is not what brings life meaning. That is not why you're here. You are not here to live the fullest version of you. You are here to glorify God. You are here to serve your creator. You are here to delight in him and be fully loved and fully accepted on the basis of nothing you've done and nothing you've achieved and nothing you'll ever do on this earth. You can do nothing to earn his love or your salvation or make yourself right before God. That is the gospel. And thank God that it's true. That doesn't mean that he doesn't want you to be fully alive. The glory of God is man fully alive. Man is fully alive when he's glorifying God. That's just the the funny thing about how all of this works is that when we are glorifying him, that is us living into our fullest potential. That is our highest good. That is the greatest good that we serve. We were made to glorify him. And so when we do what we were made to do, we are completely fulfilled. We are completely satisfied. We will never experience that feeling on this earth, on this side of heaven. It will be but a shadow. It will be a reflection or in a mirror, in a mirror dimly, as C.S. Lewis said, that is how we see him and how we glorify him. But then face to face, in heaven face to face. And what I what I heard was this show isn't about me. This show isn't about my agenda or serving my needs or being my marketing uh, vehicle for my business or building my kingdom. It's about his, this is his kingdom that is being built. And as long as I have the assignment of continuing to run this show and put this out there and continue to show up and tell the stories of people that point to a bigger story, I'll continue to be obedient and do that. I don't have peace about shutting down the show. I'm not planning on shutting down the show. Why am I even asking this? Because my heart tends to be sinful and tends to ask if this doesn't have, if this doesn't serve a purpose for me and my life and my kingdom, then why am I doing it? Because the world is telling me, say no, cut back, do less, serve your own ends, serve your own purposes. How is this profitable? And you guys know that I'm not uh, this money. This show costs me money. It's, it's costing me something, but so does serving the kingdom of God. It costs us something. I'm not saying everybody has to go make their own podcast to, you know, share the gospel. That's not everybody's race to run or lane to run in. That's not the point here. God may take me off this assignment and say, you know, it's time to be done with this. You're on, you're on to something else. But right now, 
the lesson that I, I think that he's wanting me to learn and perhaps you to learn in hearing this is that the work he calls us to is not about building our own kingdoms. It is about building his. The work, the roles, the gifts, the skills, the abilities that he gives us are not so that we can build our own kingdom on earth, our own version of heaven, our own personal, comfortable lives where we can insulate and feel protected and feel untouchable and live in the most comfortable way possible wherever you live in the world. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably live a pretty comfortable life considering you have access to the internet and a cell phone and are listening to a podcast at all. This isn't about our kingdom. And so the question for me just after hearing that was like, whose kingdom am I building? What kingdom is ruling my days? What kingdom is motivating the work of my hands? And maybe you have asked yourself the same question about the work that you're doing today, whatever that work may be, whether you're driving to an office or opening your laptop at home or opening no laptops and serving the needs of children all day or homeschooling your kids, you may ask, why am I doing what I'm doing? We, we do that, right? Like in our lives, we ask, we go, wait, God, are you sure this is what I should be doing? Are you sure this is what you had for me? Is this, are, is this really what you meant? This doesn't feel right. Or this doesn't feel aligned with what I want to be doing or my, my agenda. This doesn't seem to be accomplishing my desire, my will for my life. And he goes, oh, but that's just it. It's accomplishing mine. Do you see, do you see how it's not about you? It's not about your will and your dreams and what the world wants you to hear and believe is it's all about your dreams and your heart and go for your dreams, live big. Don't let anybody stand in your way, do what you want, build your empire. And God in this still small whisper says to me, no, build mine. Don't build your kingdom because your kingdom is of this world and it will crumble and it will fall and it will not last and you don't get to take it to heaven. It doesn't go with you. The only thing that you can take from from this world to the next with you is the eternal word of God that you can hide in your heart and that you can know in your mind and believe in your soul to the depths of your being, you can take the word of God and it does not perish and it lasts and it is true and good. Because why why I want to share this is because I think what is at stake here is whose word gets to say what is true, whose word is true, whose word is eternal, whose word is right and trustworthy and good, and whose word defines what your kingdom is all about and what the kingdom you are building every day of your life is for. Who gets to decide whose kingdom you're building and what kingdom is worth your life? Because that is what's on the line, friends. That is the decision that you make every day. When you decide what you're living for and what you're building and who gets to decide that, that's the question that you have to answer. Is it you? Is it the world? Is it God? Who gets to decide? And that the answer to that question dictates 
everything else about how you do that in the world, how you show up in your work, how you show up in your motherhood, how you live in grace, how you give grace to others, whose kingdom you're building matters and affects everything else about the way you live your life. I have news for you today. If you call yourself a Christian and you call yourself a believer, you don't get to live like the rest of the world. You don't get to indulge the flesh like everybody else does. You don't get to build your kingdom. You get to build his. That is the privilege. That is the the calling. That is the mission. That is the great commission. We get to build his kingdom. So when you hear people say things that make you think your greatest good and your highest calling is to build your empire, build your life, just know that the messaging is backwards. You don't find happiness by building your kingdom on this earth. You find happiness on this earth. You find joy in this life when you seek first the kingdom of God. Matthew 6, 33. For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. That reality wrecks me. In a lot of ways, it wrecks me that I am a slave of righteousness. Oh man, like I can't do my own thing. I don't get to live like the rest of the world. I don't get to live like the rest of the world, but on the flip side, I don't have to live like the rest of the world. I don't have to be a slave to that way of building a kingdom that is going to perish, that is going to just be for nothing. And so it doesn't mean I don't work hard. This is the thing though. This is the the crazy thing that can blow our minds. It doesn't mean, all right, nothing matters. Nothing matters at all. It means that it matters immensely how we live on this earth and and how we go about doing our jobs, doing our work, doing our tasks, pursuing the skills and the interests that God has given us because he's given us those unique interests and abilities. He's given me mine and you yours so that we can pursue those. And in doing that and in pursuing his greater good and building his kingdom through our skills and abilities as a teacher, as a nurse, as an entrepreneur, as a stay-at-home mom, whatever lane he's given you to run in, when you run in that lane and you run well, you will be building his kingdom in the unique and one-of-a-kind fashion that he has designed for you to do so. In the way that only you can, because that is your story. Your story, when it's not about you, points to his story. And when you're living fully into your story and into the story that he is writing for you that points to his, you are free. You are free to live big and to live to the fullest and to experience the fullest of life that is possible on this earth and the next because you will be living for what you were exactly completely created for. Hey girl. Hey, did you know I have a course? Yep, I do. It's called launch what you love in 60 days. It's an eight week program that teaches you how to achieve financial independence by getting paid to do what you love. 
And I'm not just talking target trip money. I'm talking build a five-figure income like I have so your family can achieve its goals. Like getting out of debt, taking more trips together, saving for college, or whatever you dream of doing. This is possible for you, friend, and I can help you get there. Who is this course for? Well, if you've ever thought, I wish I could make money and stay home with my kids, or I want to contribute to our family's finances, but I'm tired of climbing corporate, or maybe I want to spend more time with the people I love most doing things I care about. I want to do my own thing, but I'm not sure how to begin. Launch what you love in 60 days. will show you exactly the steps you need to take to get there. Think of it like a blueprint or a roadmap to the kind of lifestyle and work that you're dreaming of. I've been an entrepreneur for seven years, and I've started and grown three businesses, all while staying home with two kids under four. Call me crazy, but I totally love it. I get to do stuff I'm good at, stuff that I enjoy, while drinking iced coffee in my home office during nap time. Guess what? You can do that too. I even sold a business this summer at the age of 30 and paid off all of my family's debt but our house. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Sayonara student loans. I'm so pumped to be able to now teach other women who are in the early stages of launching and growing their business exactly what I wish I had known when I first started seven years ago. Lord knows where I'd be if I had had these tools and strategies way back when. The course opens for enrollment October 8th. If this sounds like you, go to HaleyWilliams.co and add your name to the list so you are notified when it's open for enrollment. Enrollment is going to be limited, so don't wait. Go to HaleyWilliams.co and finally launch what you love today. So do you see how when we are living into what God has given us, and living into the gifts that he's blessed us with. They are gifts. They are blessings. They're not rights. They're not just a skill that I acquired on my own. It's a it's a blessing that I was given this bent towards entrepreneurship. It's a blessing that God prompted me to start learning how to do web design so that I would head this down this journey and this path that has led me to something that I've been able to help people. It's a blessing that my friends who stay at home with their four kids or my sweet cousin who stays at home and homeschools her four children. It is a blessing in her life and in the lives of those children and in the lives of the friends that she overlaps with and interacts with in her day to day who need her encouragement or who need that example. Do you see what I'm saying? We each have our own lane. We each have our own calling. It's not, you should live my calling and then you'll find success and happiness and joy. And here, come do what I'm doing. That's not it at all. Now, yes, I'm going to be speaking in my course where I am helping women build their businesses. I'm going to be speaking in in that context to women who actually have a desire to do that. But in doing so, I will support and encourage those who are living into their own calling. I will not be saying to everybody, come and do this. This is the answer for you. If you would only stop homeschooling your four kids and do this, then you would be happier. That's not the message. And if I ever think that that's what I'm trying to do is make everybody an entrepreneur, like I can promise you God will tear this down faster than faster than I can blink. He will tear all of it down because that would be completely backwards for me to think that everybody needs to look like me. But that's what the devil wants to do with with our callings. He wants us to think that the answer is for everyone to just do more of what we're doing and then they would be better off or we would feel less guilt about pursuing the path we're pursuing and not pursuing theirs. You know what I mean? He wants to make it about us and not about God. 
But it's not about us. It's not about the kingdom I'm building. It's not about even the people I'm helping. It's about his kingdom and how me living into my calling and my gifts and my path and running in my lane glorifies him the most because I'm living not for my own fame and not for building my own name or reputation, but for building his. And I look at what I've been given and what I have in front of me and I go, these are the tools. These are the tools I have today to do that. This is how I can glorify God. I can help women build a business. And you might look at your life and go, well, I don't have those tools, but look at the tools I have. I have these four kids in front of me who need an education and I can teach them. Or I have these patients in this hospital and I can serve them. And I may not have patients or kids, but I have a role in a company where I can serve with excellence, knowing that my identity isn't found in the work that I do or my status or the amount on my paycheck, but in how I show up with excellence as an employee and how I love my coworkers and how I share the truth with them when I get a chance and how I love them and how I show them what true grace looks like and live into that and where God has you live fully into that season in that stage in that place in that circumstance and stop looking at what everybody else is doing going oh i guess I guess i'm not as good or maybe i should be doing that or well i guess i got to go find my crew because you know that girl over there is doing something else and that's not what i'm doing so she couldn't possibly be part of my community because we're so different we have such different callings we have such different jobs we have such different days how much richness we miss out on if we think that that is what we are to do. If we think that that is the goal here and the point here with our work and our motherhood is to all look the same. It's not, it's not to look the same. And maybe I'm saying something you already know and you've known for a long time and it's not news to you. And you're like, yeah, duh, I already knew all this. Great. You're further ahead than me because This is something I still struggle with. And I find myself falling into thinking like, oh, I just need to, I need to help more people do, do this thing that has made me find so much freedom. But, and you know, that's fine. It's fine for me to help those who already have that desire. And I'm going to keep doing that because I know that's where God has placed me and that's the skills that he's given me. But it's not fine for me to think that that's the only good that could come from me in my life that it's not the actual greatest good. The greatest good that can come from me doing that and doing doing my life in that way is that people would see Jesus and know him and live eternally. And maybe I am over-spiritualizing it for you and you're like, I don't, yeah, okay, cool. That's not over-spiritualizing. That is reality. We live in a spiritual world. This world does not last So yes, I get on a little bit of a soapbox here and it's not really my soapbox. It's, it's the truth of the gospel and the truth of what Jesus has freed us to. Galatians 5.1 says, do not be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. If we, when you and I decide to live like this world is all there is and our business is all there is for us to build or our life or our children is all there is. And all we can do is raise these children and now we uh, we are slaves to them and and the only calling we have is just to be good mothers or to keep our kids alive we are burdening ourselves again by a yoke of slavery 
You are taking the the harness and putting it over your neck, putting your head through the loop and wearing around this harness like an ox, pulling a load that you were not meant to, to pull and that Christ died for so you wouldn't have to pull it. And now I'm going to end here and go a little scripture on you, which I'm not even sorry for. Galatians 5, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. And then Paul talks about circumcision versus uncircumcision and how neither one has any value. If we look to that to be our hope or be our salvation, that it has no value at all. And so here in verse 6, for in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision has any value. The only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. You were running a good race. Who cut in on you to keep you from obeying the truth? That kind of persuasion does not come from the one who calls you. Do you hear in that how the things that man looks to to make himself right before God have no value? The only thing that has value is faith expressing itself through love. That to me, instantly when I read that last night, was the exact mirror of the issue that women today and mothers today so often find themselves in the middle of, you know, I hate this term, but this mommy war, either this or that, either breastfed or bottle fed, stay-at-home mom or working mom. Do you see that like neither one of those has any value? The stay-at-home no value. The working, no value. The only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. That is how we are to measure our days and measure the success of a day is did you express your love by faith in Christ? And so that means wherever you find yourself, whatever role or whatever place or circumstance you find yourself, you can do that. You can express faith through love. You can run a good race. You can obey the truth. You can be confident in the Lord and take no other view. You cannot be thrown into confusion by whoever it is that's throwing you into confusion, whether it's the world or the devil or your own mind. We don't need to preach what type of motherhood is best. That's not the message we preach. We don't preach what type of work is best. That's not the message we have been called to preach. We preach Jesus Christ and Christ alone. He is our only hope. So I am willing to draw a line in the sand there and say, you won't come to this podcast and find what's better or how to be the best. None of that talk is going to be had here. What you will find is a continual pointing back to the truth. Christ alone is worthy of us putting our hope in. That is, um, that's where I'm at. That is the deep and beautiful place and hard place that I have been sitting in is that warring against flesh and spirit and turning again and again to the spirit. So I, I wanted to share that with you guys. And I don't know how that hits you or what where that hits you, but I hope that you hear my heart in this and that you really hear the heart of the Father and what he is inviting you into. That you and I would hear this as an invitation to put down the yoke of slavery that we may have taken up over the last few weeks, months, or even years, and rather to pick up the yoke of Christ, which is easy and light and is really no burden at all because it's just freedom. The burden is freedom. And that's hard for us to live in that. It's hard for us to live as slaves set free and slaves of righteousness, which is such a beautiful thing to be a slave to righteousness and not sin. 
Um, and if you don't know that freedom, then I would invite you to, to ask God to show it to you, to ask him to give you wisdom and give you discerning and to answer your prayer and to open the eyes of your heart. And if he's real to show himself and to show up for you because he's good and he longs to, and that's what he promises to do. And I know that he will. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. I hope you're going to come back next week, but I uh, had to say this. So I appreciate you all listening and I'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you for letting me share my heart today. If this sort of stuff amps you up and you want to talk with other real life women who listen to this show about issues like this and more, you can join our private community called Kindled Women on Facebook. It's a great place for you to connect with others who listen to the show and you can share your own story, ask questions, get ideas for, well, whatever, really. To join us, go to kindledpodcast.com and click join the community. I love podcasts, but I hate not knowing who my girls are. Let's be real digital friends. Join us on Kindled Women and make sure you're also following along on Instagram, which is my favorite place to connect with you guys. Find me at Kindled Podcast. There's so many ways to engage beyond this show. Just pick your poison and I'll see you online. Did I really just say pick your poison? Eh, just go with it. I'll see you guys next week.